From Vistio, this is recorded for Quality Assurance. A show where we talk to the world's leading CX experts about industry trends, CX technology, and transforming customer support into a streamlined strategic advantage for your business. Welcome back to CXQA Live, the show where we have the privilege to speak with incredible thought leaders and discuss the importance of the most valuable asset in your contact center, the agent. On CXQA Live, we believe that agents with the right tools, training, and connection with your company will be a revenue growth and protection center for your brand. They will be the best diagnostic tool you have for your business. They'll ensure customers are satisfied and feel connected to your brand. They'll produce more and better work. And they'll want to stay and contribute to the well-being of your company. Ladies and gentlemen, I am joined by a very special guest who probably needs no introduction. Uh, You may know him as the call center geek himself, Mr. Thomas Laird. Now, for those of you who don't know, Tom not only hosts the number one rated contact center podcast, Advice from a Call Center Geek, and is the founder and CEO of Expedia, but he also has his own TikTok. And fun fact, he's actually taking this live right now. So to those of you who are tuning in from there, awesome. We're so glad you get to join us today. Uh, Tom, I just have to say, man, it is such an honor to have you here today. No, Jacob, I appreciate it, man. This should be fun. I'm excited. I, I think kind of our our pre-meetings with this were a lot of fun. So I'm excited to kind of actually do it and, and get some thoughts out there and hopefully add some value. Yeah, man. Let's let's go ahead and get this conversation started. But before I do, really quickly, I would just like to plug my friend Tom here has just dropped his book, Advice from a Call Center Geek 3.0. And Tom, that's going to be for the next 24 hours for free available on LinkedIn, right? Correct. So no, no paywall, no lead gen form. Just go download it. It's only like $14.95. So take... You know, I normally do it every year for about 48 hours. So we're, we're about yeah. the midway point hitting this podcast up. So yeah, I got 24 hours. Awesome. So cool. Yeah. And I myself have downloaded the book. I'm excited to dive into it. I've already set aside some time for it, but we're, we're not here to just like talk about how excited I am for your book. Though I am excited and I'm glad you have it for free. Uh, we are actually talking about something very topical and that is... Uh, artificial intelligence and how it shapes the call center of the future and where the agent fits in. So I know everybody by now has heard of OpenAI's chat GPT. And if you haven't, I'm genuinely surprised because it is all over social media right now. And there's a lot of doom and gloom talk about how it's just going to take over the world. It's like we're going into Y2K again. Um, But Tom, let's just go ahead and knock this out because a lot of people are already talking about this. Do we really think that artificial intelligence is going to take over the role of the contact center agent? That is a loaded question. Um, (laughs) And and let me start with this. So if, you know, I look back at the end of last year when I went to to call center week and, you know, when you walk the floor at CCW, every single booth was AI, this AI, that conversational AI, um, it, it almost got you to the point where I was getting a little frustrated with it as I was kind of demoing products and talking because a lot of this stuff was more tagline than it was meat and potatoes, right? Yeah. Um, I think we'll talk about the chat GPT and kind of that thing in a second, but you know where I have seen AI, and, and I don't think that this is any kind of you know huge just kind of light bulb going off, but 
you know, the agent has had a, it's impacted the agent in an unbelievably great way so far, right? So looking at the tools like agent assist, looking at the tools like speech analytics, you know, we talk about AI in, in these, this conversational standpoint, but we don't realize the, the AI that's being built into the same workforce management. Workforce management, if you look at WFM tools today compared to even what they were six months or a year ago, they're totally different based on the new algorithms and, and how AI has really had an impact on forecasting calls, looking at adherence of schedules, those types of things. So, you know, that's kind of where I was kind of pre-GPT or chat GPT. Um, I was anti-chatbot, not that I still am, but from all the demos that I have taken, nothing really, you know, wowed me, right? And, and I think that this is the first moment in my career that I said, you know, things are now going to be different because I think the intelligence is there to do something amazing from a self-service model. I think there's always going to be a role for the agent. And if we have this conversation again, 10 years from now, maybe I have a different take on that. But I think, you know, at this point, it is it is assisting the agent in ways that it's going to be absolutely profound. And I think that's going to have a lot of efficiencies and do those types of things from a cost standpoint. But you are going to have a better self-service model. Like self-service isn't great, right? We've had all this new technology for a really long time. It's not great. The IVR is still painful, no matter how conversational we're making it. Um, depending on, on how deep your issue is, you still have issues with that IVR and you want to kit 0000000, 000, 000, 000, 000, 000 right, to go to go to a to an agent. But I, I do think that, you know, not to, not to plug anything, but but Nice CX One just came out with a big kind of announcement that they are you know infusing ChatGPT into their CX One platform and yep. and a lot of the, those self service where they were very agnostic to chatbot and a lot of the platforms have been agnostic. Um, I think you're starting to see a little bit of a narrowing and people now saying, "Wow, you know, I think we can utilize this technology tied into our KMS to make really good self service experiences that even a month from now or a month ago." Uh, could not have been done. So I'm, I'm pessimistically optimistic um, <laughs> that you know even this year that we should see some things. I did have a post too, Jacob, on what I think you're going to see as well, and and then we'll kind of wrap this thought up. Is so many companies are now going to come into the space that are going to do such a poor job with the implementation of of this AI technology with chatbots that the rush for companies to put a, a chatbot on their site on their app is going to be just immense from a C-level standpoint. Mm -hmm. And there's going to be a big pushback because so many of these projects are going to fail. And then I think that's when you're really going to see the, the players that right now are building. Um, you're going to see some amazing technology that finally will come out from that self-service model that that you might have, you and I might have an assistant that we're talking to on the computer that is kind of in, infused with that type of AI. I think that that stuff is, is now coming and it's, it's realistic where... You know, a couple months ago, I would have said you're crazy. <laughs> well, no, it's really funny. We talk about self-service and I'm sure you're familiar with Avaya. Well, there's a gentleman by the name of Andrew Prokop who has taken uh, the AI of ChatGPT and turned it into its own intelligent agent. And it's funny and it's scary all at the same time because this kind of goes against what we're all about here on CXQA Live and what you're all about too, about being employee-centric and agent-centric. And I even commented on his video and said, I worry that somebody is going to see this tech and be excited because it's something new and shiny and they're gonna wanna just jump on and say, you know what? 
maybe I don't need my call center agents. Maybe my contact center can just be run by this whole AI. And yeah, that's that's an exciting thought. And sure, we understand that AI can only do what AI can do. It can't feel, it doesn't have emotions. But as an assistant tool, right? Like what you're talking about, if we have this, and it doesn't necessarily have to be self-service. You could call in and speak to an agent. And then yeah, when an agent sure. hits a roadblock, you've you've still got the AI working in the background that's understanding and can still give you that next best action, uh, which in a workflow scenario is great for the agent because instead of having to prioritize like, oh, going through this process, they can actually just focus on having a, a nice conversation with a customer while the AI is doing all the work in the background. Yeah, and, and I think I think that's a good point. You're going to see a an evolution in in an agent assist, right? I mean, yeah. that's going to be the first real, I think, use case for this is is agent assist on steroids. And it's you know I've had a couple of those companies on on my podcast as well, and, and the technology that we had even last year with this is really amazing. And really using the analytics standpoint, but now when you kind of really infuse the analytics with the AI and the the thought. I don't know. I don't know if it's really thinking or not, but you know what I mean? Like that, that thought yeah. that, that is going into what is saying, you know, the, from a cross sell upsell, um, getting right to, to, you know, popping things to agents that they need to talk to the the customer about those things are going to agent assist maybe, you know, as, as, as normal in a, in a contact center as a headset. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I, I've, I've almost done a, not to say a 180 on that, but I think that's where you're going to really see a lot of, a lot of use cases for the technology really early on as, as kind of the, the low-hanging fruit. Yeah, actually, going back to Andrew's video, he did say that you could have it as an assistant to where like it would just whisper to the agent and kind of give it advice based on what the input is. But, you know, with AI-enhanced agents, that's what we want, right? We don't want agents that are assisting AI. We want AI that is assisting agents. So... I guess with this evolution that's coming where we're really focusing on assisting agents with artificial intelligence, how do we maintain that balance of making sure that we continue to equip agents, but not get it to the point where we feel like that the robot is just going to take my job? Like, what are some things that we can do to prepare ourselves for that evolution? I think the robot is going to take jobs for certain oh. specific things. Like, oh, I, don't, no. I don't think everything, right? But I mean, it was it was already doing that, right? Like if I want to reset my password, right? Before maybe I had to call in. Now I can just, you know, click forgot password and, and the, you know, it'll send me something to my email. Like that's a very basic way of, of you know, those kind of job functions were taken away. I think self-service has taken some of those easier functions. And so I think we're just digging into levels of what the technology can do. I don't think we're going to get to the point where it's, it's, at least not now. And again, I, I know I keep saying 10 years from now, we might have a different conversation, but but in the next, let, let's say this is within 10 years. I, I think there always is going to be a place for an agent. Agents are now not going to be tier one, right? There's going to be yeah. an evolution in the agent where they're tier two, tier three, tier four, handling those those dif more difficult issues because some of these are easier things, right, can be done. I feel like, to be honest, from, a, from an outsourcing standpoint, if I was nearshore offshore, I'm a little bit more nervous than I think a, a, a U.S. base. And and I think, I, and I don't mean that as, as kind of a plug for USA BPOs or outsourcers, but I think, again, not that they can't handle really complex things, but 
I think there is a little bit of a language barrier, right? When you when you have a longer problem that might take 10 to 15 minutes that you'd want to be handled here. So I think that there's some there's there's going to be a shift in a lot of different ways. This this technology is so disruptive. It's kind of awesome. Um and I think <laughs> you can't fight it. And the, the organizations that fight it and say this is this is never going to come into play and and we don't want to they're going to really struggle. On the flip side, the organizations, to your point, that say, hey, this is all we want to do, they're going to really struggle too. I think that there is a happy medium, but we are in a whole different world over the last six to eight weeks you know, compared to where we were from how we need to think about our contact centers, how we need to think about our agents, and where we see the technology moving. Right. And you know, we, we always love to adopt and talk about the customer experience perspective. Um You'll hear me hammer at home all the time, no matter what platform it is. I post about this a lot on LinkedIn. Every opportunity I get to talk on CXQA Live, I always talk about how the most important asset to having an agent in your call center is to maintain that human-to-human interaction and maintain that brand loyalty and earn that loyalty. You're right. The robot is taking jobs for certain aspects. But I think for the basis of just building brand loyalty and having that experience between customer and brand, you can't fake that. You can't automate that. As I mentioned earlier, we all know AI does not have emotions. It is fed information and it learns from that. That means it's not going to understand any colloquialisms you feed it. It's not going to understand sarcasm, which would get me in trouble a lot. Right. But The great thing about having agents and humans interacting with humans, we're very emotional creatures. So having that interaction from from a human to an AI is going to be upsetting. Yeah. And and I think you're going to start to see brands that will say, you know, you you know, brands right now will say, hey, everything we do is organic and they'll they'll slap a big, you know, organic on their on their package for food. Right. And I think you're going to start to see. You know, it was USA customer support, right? Like that was like I think it was City or Chase, one of those guys that always, that always said that. Mm-hmm. And now I think you're going to be you. You will start to see like 100% human agents, right? Um, because I think people there will be a little bit of, especially early on, it's not going to be great, right? That this this AI implementation won't be great. And but I still think that there will be a place for the humans for agents that show the empathy that can't handle those more complex problems. And I think there's a lot of brands out there too, that, that understand that and, and are, are very, you know, brand specific to that type of, of individual. But, and it's funny, like we're, it's funny that we're, we're even having this conversation now, right? Cause three years ago, <laughs> this conversation wasn't really even happening. We thought it was Star Trek kind of stuff. Where exactly. Even for us to have this conversation means that there's been a pretty big shift. Yeah. And, and the fact that it's so topical and it's everywhere right now, And, you know, it's not exclusive to call centers. A lot of businesses, a lot of B2B brands are trying to figure out how they can best leverage AI to improve, let's say from a sales world, improve their outbound. And I think there's a lot of doom and gloom that follows. Like we're all going to end up in this technological dystopia where the robots take over and nobody has a job anymore. But to not understand the value that AI assistance provides is foolish. Yeah. I mean, people talk about this when, uh, when the car came, right. So I was, I was selling horses and now I'm out of business because nobody wants to buy my horse because there's this, this, this electronic horse or this, this gas powered horse. Mm -hmm. So again, this, this is nothing new. I mean, it's, it's new for our industry. It's new for, for things that, and, and I think we've been so 
from a contact center standpoint, have been so, I don't say stuck in our ways, but it's been business as usual with just, we've been kind of like adding some new technologies and some cool things, but we've not been really disrupted since really the computer came into play, right? That, that was the mm-hmm. first disruption. And now, you know, really you know, moving to voice over IP in the cloud, that was kind of the next. And now this is kind of the third, almost the call center 3.0, right? Instead of like web three, we're talking call center three um, with, with this kind of this AI you know, revolution that, that is happening and, and hopefully can be done in the, in the right way. Yeah. Well, you know, it's innovation happens when we're most uncomfortable. So once we start to be challenged and we start to rise to different challenges, yep. that's when change happens. Now, you said Star Trek, so now I'm inspired to want to talk about the metaverse. But really quickly, um, I would just like to point out there is one company that's been ahead of the game on AI assistance, a small company, you might know them, Microsoft, way back when. Uh, they had this nice little digital assistant, uh, either known as Clip It or Clippy. I think it's a, a regional thing. Yeah. But I always knew him as Clippy, and people hated Clippy. So it, it, it's interesting to see that this is coming back to light now. And you made a post about this. Will Microsoft mm-hmm. start bringing back Clippy? Are we going to start having something like that in contact centers where the AI can make suggestions? So I think that'll be interesting to see as well. Yeah, and, and I think that goes to proactive customer support, right? Let, let's yeah. try to let's try to fix things before there is an issue where we need to create things and, mm-hmm. and, and call a contact center or or use chat, and and that's a huge piece of this, right? These AI assistants and the, you know, there is a there's an NFT that I bought and it's it's um, Althena AI, and basically you could and this is before the Chat GPT, but you basically could train it. Right to to become your personality or any personality that you would want, and it was not great, but it was like a start to this. And and I can totally see now if when this gets infused, because it's going to be infused with with a Chat GPT or or some some iteration of that. There's going to be personal assistance on your computer, you know, that you can just call up, kind of like uh, I don't say like how, but what's the Iron Man? Iron Man's like got that uh, uh, you know, Jarvis, Jarvis, right? Kind of, and 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 again, I think. Think that that's that far off. Um, you know, it will start pretty basic, but you know, asking it and, and having it know all of your stuff, knows your calendar, knows all of your documents on your thing, can pull up anything you want, your own personal, you know, kind of computer that that now starts to take on a personality that you like. I, I think that's the that's part of the contact center too, because again, that's some that's some proactive customer support that I think we're going to start to see from a lot of companies. The, the, the tools that are are going to come out are going to be really really cool. Um, this thing's going to, it's going to go pretty quick, I think. Absolutely. And with all this amazing, we'll say digital adoption that's been going on, uh, another topic, maybe not as hot as AI or chat GPT is the topic of the metaverse. And there's no denying that we might not be right around the corner from it, but it is there on the horizon. Metaverse is coming. So all this talk, of self-service through AI, AI-assisted agents. How are we going to see that happen in a VR or AR situation where, and you made a TikTok about this as well, where you go into this, this virtual world and have an experience? And is that, do you think that's going to benefit the customer experience? Or do you think that might take away from it a little bit and make them feel a bit disconnected? No, I think I think it's it's the next evolution of awesomeness in in CX. Um, 
and again, I don't, I don't think it's there yet. You know, when we start talking about people spending, you know, an hour, two hours, three hours a day in virtual reality, which we're not even, we're not even remotely there yet. No. I think that's when these type of, of businesses will start to become and, and be built. But, you know, I think I've, I've evolved my thought, right? So again, my, my initial thought on this was, and we even got to a point where we were almost taking some bids to see if we could do a, uh, just a prototype of this, but basically put on your VR glasses, right? Which right now stink, right? There's 400 pounds and they're here, but, but still, and to be able to kind of walk into this office, right? This virtual office where every office is a different issue that you may have. So logistics, uh, sales, customer support, password reset, you know, whatever the things that you would call or, you know, press one, press two and an IVR for would be there. And, and you could go in and walk in, have a one-on-one experience with an agent. And now maybe you don't have to have a live agent to do that. Maybe, you know, for a lot of these things, there could be kind of just a kind of that, that AI infused agent um, that's there. But I think that the cool thing about this is you could do everything you need to do. You know, you could go to the bank and get your banking done. And then you could literally teleport to the mall and you could go buy something. And then you could go to, you know, all these different places that you handle with within your daily day, not from your car, but really just being able to kind of visualize it and, and then go have these one-on-one experiences that is just like talking to another human, but it's the same as a call center. Right. It's the same exact thing, except instead of us just using voice, I now have a visual aspect to kind of go with it. So, again, I don't think it's it's there yet. I mean, obviously, it's not there yet. I don't think it's even around the corner, but I think you're going to start to see. I mean, so many different experiences are starting to be built with with NFTs and with with the metaverse. I think that there's a just a natural there's going to be some forward thinking brand that is going to do this and it's going to wow a lot of people. I mean, I would have loved to have been that um, when we looked at like the cost of this, I'm like, let's just, you know, back her down for right now. Um, but I, it really excites me. And, and, and I think that there's, once we get to a point where, again, where we can use these glasses instead of those glasses and I can just put this on and have that experience. Um, I think that's when you'll start to see real innovation into the metaverse. But Again, it's just it's it's too it's such a heavy lift right now to to get to that level, but it's coming. That's coming as well, which is I think really exciting. I think it is too. And since you just did the visual with your glasses, um, I do in fact have an Oculus Quest Two here. Yep. Um, obviously, I use it for gaming. I don't really use it for social purposes or for conducting any business, but. I think this is going to be a bit of a detractor. Well, I've got googly eyes on there, but yeah, just having that big thing on your face, I, that's just. <laughs> well, I mean, that's think about think me about right the now. internet at first. Think about the internet at first. Like, yeah, how okay. painful it was to even get online. Right, you had to. Die. I mean, I'm a little bit older than you, but like I remember, you know, doing the AOL thing and and having to dial up, and when you dialed up, it was so slow. Right, you you didn't like we had a. a the call center that was that we ended up with like a T1 line for our internet. We thought that was the fastest thing in the world, like at the, at the time. And I mean, it, it was, it, you could never imagine, like I would go on an Amazon and just order 10 things, you know, every single day and it'd be here in three days. Like it, it was like it, not even close. So yeah. I think there's a lot of similarities between the web two and kind of where we were there to the web three of where we're going. I mean, we are like, we're like, you know, internet 1994, right now when we talk about metaverse nfts blockchain 
we are at the such an early stage in that, that again, this is the same period of time when people are like, why would I go online and order a book when I could just go drive and, and, and buy a book in that store? The concept was, was so foreign. Um, and again, when people see things that they don't really understand, they're so ready to poo-poo them. Um, and I think you're really you're <laughs> you're seeing that now with a lot of this Web three technology, um, you know, from the CX space and then just from an average user space as well. Yeah, and I I just I'm with you. I'm very excited. I know we're all about like talking about how important the agent is, and I don't think the AI is going to take away from any of that. I think moving forward, contact centers are still going to appreciate uh, just how much protection that the agent provides for a brand. But I think they're also starting to realize that you can't just stick to the old ways anymore. So many companies are adopting this new idea of having technology handle some of its most basic processes. And I really think it's a beautiful thing, a beautiful thing to see because I've always been a bit tech obsessed. And yeah. coming into this role and learning more and more about CX, uh, I've become people obsessed. So now it's weird because whenever we talk about this, uh, I always feel like people think that I'm contradicting myself when I talk about, hey, well, AI is great because it's going to assist the agent. And then they're like, well, no, it's going to replace the agent. It's like, well, no, because agents are great because agents still provide a lot of value in maintaining brand loyalty in protecting your brand's revenue, you know, the, the manifesto that I read yeah. at the beginning right. or Rob reads at the beginning of every episode here. So I, I, I never, I want to go on record and say, I never want to contradict myself and maybe I do. And please feel free to call me out. You know, we, we've got this chat over here. We got the Q and a, you guys are more than welcome to chime in whenever. Um, but yeah, I, I really think that as long as we can handle what we're given, and we don't let AI drive us, we really do have this amazing, incredible opportunity, much like we had with the internet, to adopt this new, uh, scary, intimidating thing and transform it into something that's absolutely beautiful and vital. And it's not only going to streamline our processes and make things easier, but I believe it does actually have the capability to make things more accessible, thus making it a lot easier to connect with one another. Yeah, no, no, I, I think you're right. I think, you know, you, you know, the biggest thing is, is again, like I said, that the, the, the one end people just not utilizing it and putting their head in the sand because they're scared of it. And then on the other end, the overuse of it. Um, and I think it, it, again, it will come in stages. Um, we, we were at the AI infused tool stage at the beginning of, of even at the end of last year with talking about analytics, talking about workforce management, talking about workforce intelligence and and how we route calls and, and agent assist and those types of things. And now, you know, I think those things got disrupted a little bit, but it was more of the back end. We didn't really see it. Agents didn't see it. All they saw was the end result. That was awesome. And I think this is a little bit more in your face, right? This is This is more, wow, I can really see how this could extrapolate in people's brains you know, really kind of go out. So it just, it, it will be a process. It will be a step. Some things are going to work. Some things are not. Uh, but, you know, the contact center agent is not going anywhere. Um, it is it is going to be evolving like everything. Um, and it needs to be evolved within everybody's contact center as we think these things through. Absolutely. Well, you know, here on CXQA Live, we want to respect everyone's time. I know we got a little bit of a late start, but we are coming to time right now. 
but as we wrap up today's episode, you guys, you have to make sure two things. You check out Tom's podcast, Advice from a Call Center Geek, because it is amazing. Uh, Tom, how often do you post episodes of Advice from a Call Center Geek? So we're we're once a week, once a week. Okay. And I would like to tell you it was on a specific day, but it is kind of it's not whenever it um, happens. But it is definitely is definitely once a week um, that that we're posting. Um, so yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a, we have over 177 episodes. So if, if somebody's just starting, that should it should keep you busy for a while. Oh yeah, yeah. Just go. Feel free to go down the rabbit hole, and of course, make sure you guys go to Tom's LinkedIn page as well, and be sure to download his book because you've only got 24 hours to do so, and after that, it's gone, and you really don't want to miss this opportunity. <laughs> but everybody, thank you so much for joining me today, Tom. It has been an absolute delight to have you on the show. Um, I look forward to maybe hosting another future episode with you. Maybe where we're a little less future focused, and maybe focus on something a little more. Uh, present but i'm always happy to dream the future dream with you as well (laughs) (laughs) all right buddy thanks anytime yeah absolutely thanks guys y'all have a wonderful day to listen to a recording of this and other episodes visit vistio.io forward slash podcasts and to join our show live each week Go to vistio.io forward slash CX Live.